Josh. We turned out okay. The Modern Parent's Guide to Old School Parenting. I want to hang upside down from the swing set. Welcome to We Turned Out Okay with host Karen Locke Cole. I want to climb to the top of that tree. And now, here's your host, Karen Locke Cole. Hello and welcome to episode 144 of We Turned Out Okay. Today is a Your Child Explained episode in which we, with these Your Child Explained episodes, we're always getting into the minds of our own kids and figuring out what's going on in there. We're looking in their little minds and seeing if we can understand a little bit more about why they do the things they do, why they react the way they do, and how to make it better. So today, like a future one as well, um, is, is going to reference episode 140, which was KJ Delantonia. She, KJ, if you remember, if you go back and listen, and I'll link to it, but you don't have to listen. It's, it's not a prerequisite. It's just, you might get a lot out of that conversation if you haven't heard it yet. KJ Delantonia is an author, and she is actually currently on book leave from her usual job of, um, she runs the blog at the New York Times, the blog. Well, she used to run it, I guess. It was called the Motherload blog, and now it's called the Well Family page. And she's still a content editor, and she writes columns, and she, she you know, does some editing over there. But currently, she's on book leave because she's writing a book that, like, we need. <laughs> I know I need it. And our conversation, when I listened back to our conversation, when once it aired... I was like, I can't do just one year child explained about this. Like we need a couple more. So the next, so this one and the following one will be referencing different aspects of, of my conversation with KJ Delantonia from episode 140. And I know we're kind of spinning out into the future here. I love these kind of series because they mean that we can dig more into something than, than maybe is usual, but we do it over a period of time so that you've got time to digest what you're learning, basically, because I mean, you know, what I really try to do on this show is teach stuff that you will find valuable when you're, you know, in the thick of things with your young child. And today, I really wanted to get into it didn't come up for a long, long time, like we didn't spend a lot of time talking about this. But I really wanted to talk about the homework aspect of my conversation with KJ. But actually, before I do that, I have a couple of announcements to make. No, today I have one announcement to make. (laughs) There will be, as I'm planning, I'm making my plans for what I'm, for what, for example, what live training I'm going to offer in terms of um, video uh, trainings. Like, you know, the neat thing about the internet these days is we and i'm just getting i'm just getting into this and i'm just getting comfortable with it we can offer as a as a podcaster as somebody with an ex, an area of expertise that you're going to really want to hear about i am teaching some free live training courses and this episode which will air you will hear this on march the 16th or after i want to announce that i'm going to be doing another free live training for the ninja parenting community. It's another 
NPC FAQ Q&A, and it's coming up on March the 30th, which is a Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So mark your calendars. And I'm super excited about these. This is this is the second one I'll do, and I'm going to kind of keep doing them because people really responded to them. The great thing is that I can offer, and I am offering now, my ebook, Positive Discipline Ninja Tactics, which the subheading is Key Tools to Handle Every Temper Tantrum, Keep Your Cool, and Enjoy Life with Your Young Child. And I get to offer this book to you for free at the training. And I'm so excited about that because it's it's a great, it's a great resource if you're raising young kids and you're like, ah, at your wit's end, you know? And so that's what I am giving away at the training. And it's a it's a training about the ninja parenting community, or it's an FAQ about the ninja parenting community, which is the community that I built based on what was in the book and what people really want and need to to hear about. And the great thing about this community is I get to work directly with the members in a in a more like day-to-day kind of way. So you can find out more about the NPC, the Ninja Parenting Community, at this NPC FAQ Q&A, which will be live and free on March the 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you'll be able to pick up a copy, a free copy of Positive Discipline Ninja Tactics. So that's my announcement for today. You'll have to wait for future episodes to find out what the other announcement is. But I'm excited about that as well. (laughs) And then we'll get back into today's show. So short and sweet show here today. I just wanted to talk quickly again about homework. I wanted to check in about it and find out how are you doing with homework? We're now into the spring semester. So kids of beer, you know, your kindergartners, first graders, second graders, whatever. They've been in school now for what, eight, not eight months, six months, maybe since September. I'm not tied to the school calendar. <laughs> so I don't, I don't have those numbers directly, you know, in my mind. But anyway, it's been several months. And back in the fall, I did a couple of episodes about, <clears throat> pardon me, about specifically homework and the the different ways that it can be a problem in a in a family and the different ways to handle it or address the homework question and i will link i'm going to make myself a little note to link to oh got to find my pencil nope can't find my pencil so it looks like we're going with a oh there's my pencil good pod here writing down stuff <laughs> So I'm going to link to the homework episode, the original one that I did back in the fall. And I'm also going to link to the interview, the conversation that I had with the president of the American Academy of Pediatrics, because he talks about homework as well. And what he basically says is, there's a lot more important in a child's life than worksheets. And and I felt like... Pardon me again. I'm not sure what's going on here this morning. <laughs> I felt like if the president of the American Academy of Pediatrics is going to say there are more important things than homework in a child's life, I really, I took a lot from that. That really, really resonated with me. And so I'm going to link to those two episodes having to do with homework. And then, of course, I will also link to KJ's episode, episode 140. And in that episode, we really talk about very briefly, we touch on homework. And it's just to say, basically, that KJ's done a lot of research because of this book that she's writing 
And she she surveyed like a thousand parents to find out what's toughest in your life. And and also to ask, you know, other questions about about their about home lives. And homework does come up as a as a concern, as a thing that's really tough, because it didn't use like it KJ basically says at one point, the difference there used to be no homework for young children say grade three or prior. And now there is some homework. And the difference between none and some is, in fact, what she actually says is the difference between none and some is, oh my God. Because now you have a child that you're requiring to do more, to to think in a way that, that they're just not set up to think every night. <laughs> And we get into, we talk about like the package, KJ talks about these homework packets that, that are very popular that go home with parents. And what she says, this I, I found really, really helpful. She says to observe your child, like you're not going to know in even a week probably, or, you know, a very short time, you'll, you'll not have a good sense of how your child handles homework and, and so you need to give it a little bit of a longer time. And as I say, now we are, we're pretty far into the school year. So you've had months now to observe your child and how they respond to homework. And I'm not talking about the outliers, the sort of egregious school systems that give detention after school detention when a second grader or a first grader does not hand in homework three days in a row or something. I mean, those are, I think that is really egregious. Egregious is not too strong a word for that, in my opinion. That is a sick and demented thing to do to a family that's just trying to, in you know, get school to be a, a, a part of their child's life that they, if they don't look forward to it, at least they, they, they see some value in it. Because if a little kid doesn't see the value in something, you as a family are going to hear about it, right? I mean, that's why you get the temper tantrums. That's why you get, you can't sit down to with a child and reason and say, well, it's just like eating your peas. One time, I'll never forget this, the second grade teacher that my oldest had compared consistent homework to cleaning toilets. Uh, she basically said, I don't like to clean my toilet, but it's still something that I have to do. I mean, can you think of an argument that's a, like a worse argument? <laughs> to put to a young child. And I really like this woman. I'm not trying to disrespect her. I was I was really, I was impressed with, with the things that she did to try to, you know, get him on board and keep him happy. But comparing math to cleaning toilets is not, in my opinion anyway, is not going to help a child. You you can't, you can't reason with a child that way, I, I don't think. Anyway, so leaving those outliers of, of, Homework is a punishable, not doing homework is a punishable offense. Um, I don't think a lot of school systems work like that. I've I heard from several of you saying that they did, but I, my hope is that <laughs> most school systems are going to be more reasonable than, for example, keeping a child in at recess because the family homework didn't get done. So he completes his own homework, right? But then the, there's other family homework that they're supposed to log in as a family and do this. I mean, I, I can't imagine. My hope is that that is not a typical school system. I hope you, I'm sure, not I hope, but I'm sure that you can hear the disgust in my voice. I It sickens me when 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 a school system, an administration decides that the way to handle this is to punish kids. 
Anyway, um, leaving those school systems aside, getting back to what KJ said, she, she suggested go in with your observations. So now you've observed your child over a longer period of time, say a month, a couple of months. We're now into March in the school year. So you've had several, several months now to kind of see what is your child, how do they react to the homework? Do they cry? Like, is there a way, have you tried tinkering with your routine? Is there a way that you can, you can vary this? And if you find that there is not, to go in to the teacher with your observations and I love this. She says, go in with your observations and a question. And I wondered if some of you might been, might have been thinking, okay, so what's the question, right? Um, and that's really what I wanted to get into today. I wanted to ask you to think of your, your child's teacher not as an adversary. I mean, I bet a lot of teachers don't like the kind of homework imposition that they have to put on kids, but it's not coming from them directly. It's It's coming from the administration. So it's coming from the school committee, maybe it's coming from the superintendent. Uh, they, there are layers above your child's kindergarten or first grade or second grade class that is, is making these requirements and teachers are biting their lips and, and trying to follow through with what their administrations want. And that is not easy. So I guess I'm, I'm asking you something I'm asking you for two things today. First of all, I'm asking you to view your teacher not as an adversary because they aren't, I mean, they, they love your children <laughs> with very, very rare exceptions. They, they do what they do. They certainly don't do it for the money. Right. Um, and, and they're, they're working really hard to, to make it work. And so they're not, I hope anyway, that you can see that they're not necessarily adversaries. And I'm trying, I'm asking you to view your child's teacher not as an adversary. And then the second thing is to go in and say, this is what we've observed at home. How can we, what can we change? Like that's going to be the question, right? That KJ references. What can we change to make things go better? Like if you go in with your guns blazing and you're like, you, you know, you've really ruined my, my child's year or something like that. Uh, that is not, it's just not conducive. It really gets back into these, the, the, the four C's of leadership, which of course I don't have right in front of me, but, uh, but they're in the positive discipline into tactics, the book. So come to that Q and a, and then you'll be able to read them for free or you can get them over in Amazon right now. Um, I will link to that as well. So the four C's of leadership are courage, consistency, confidence, and there's one more, which I'm forgetting. <laughs> but basically what they are, and I think of them as leadership in, in parenting, I really do. Um, we, as, as the heads of our households, as the people in charge, as the example for our kids, it really is on us to uphold these four C's of leadership. And the way that we do that is by getting the getting up the courage to go in and speak to the teacher, to not complain behind, you know, like to your friends and then and then not go in and, and say anything because that's not going to complaining to friends isn't going to do any good. What's going to do the most good is to is to view the teacher as a teammate and go and and try to ask for help. 
but it does take courage to do that. So, so that's one C of leadership. Uh, there is another one is consistency, which means that you don't, you, you've, you've had the consistency of observing. You don't just throw off, write off one letter to the teacher and say like, Hey, what are we going to do about this? And then never come back to it. So the consistency of, of really following through and the confidence to say, I'm observing these things. This is my child whom I know very well. And I know that what we're doing here is either going to make or break this child. And I need your help in doing what's going to make, not break the child. So those are at least three of the four C's. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't come up with the fourth one on on such short notice. But the, it is, it's a really great view, you know, lens kind of to view through, to view parenting through is the, is the four C's of leadership. I even added a fifth C, which I thought I think of as community. And again, you can read more about those in Positive Discipline Ninja Tactics. So to go in and ask, I'm seeing these things, how can we work together? What can we do? What can change? I think that's a really great starting place for helping your child with the whole homework question because because I you know a lot of kids really struggle with with homework and it's it can be avoided it can be changed and I I guess today I'm really just asking you to to think on that to really think how can I make this better what can I do to make it better and KJ's solution which I I'm sharing with you because I thought it was really compelling was make some observations I mean, she, she even referenced like take videos. Like if, if your child has a temper tantrum every single night about homework, take video of that and bring it into the teacher and say, this is what this is doing to my kid. Please help. I don't think any teacher would be unsympathetic to that. And, uh, and I guess that's, I mean, that's really what today is all about. Um, I think that's where I'm going to leave it for today. If you have thoughts, I'd really love to find out how is homework going for you now this far into the year, whether you wrote to me before in the fall when we were really talking about this or or not. I mean, please uh, bring it up because reach out to me, http colon slash slash we turned out okay dot com slash contact is, or you, I mean, don't ignore the http. When I use my speech recognition software, that's what I have to say, basically. And it, when I say that all in one quick go like that, it writes that rather than writing something bizarre or, or different. So um, so that was a slip of the tongue there. <laughs> That's what I have to say. So you can just go to weturnedoutok.com slash contact. And let me know, how's the homework thing going for you? If you've tried some of the things that we've talked about on the show, please let me know. Uh, I, I really, I'm so curious and I'm so hopeful for you that that this will help and it is helping. And uh, yeah, that's, that's about it for today. So just one last, one last message from our sponsor, which, which is today's episode is brought to you by the free handle every temper tantrum guide. The guide that I wrote for you, if you're struggling with temper tantrums with little kids, they're hard to avoid. Meltdowns are really hard to avoid. So I came up with this method to help you remain calm Stop worrying about judginess with public tantrums and know that you're not alone. That's such an important part of when you are living with a temper tantrum and you know that there was one 
20 minutes ago and that there's going to be another one likely in the next half hour or so. (laughs) That can be so tough. But just knowing that you're not alone and knowing that there's a a method by which you can think of temper tantrums to really help. That's why I wrote this guide. And I hope it will work for you. So to calmly, decisively handle every one of your child's tantrums, go to weturnedoutokay.com slash 144 and click the button in the show notes. And that is it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. If you've gotten some value out of today's show, please, please send it on to a friend, whether you email it, whether you highlight it in your favorite social media channel, get it out there. Because if you got some value out of today, I'm willing to bet that people you know will also get some value out of it. And that that is that is you are doing me such an honor when you when you share among your friends and social circles because it's it's really such a compliment to me because it, it means that you're you're getting value out of the show and that is I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful to be able to bring it to you and I'm so grateful that you get help from it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing the show. And I have a special thanks today for our producer, the 19 time winner of the husband of the year award, Benjamin Culp. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you next time. Do you have a question about something your kid is doing that is driving you crazy? Well, don't let that continue. As Gordon from Sesame Street always says, asking questions is a good way of finding something out. Put my master's degree in early childhood education and years of experience working with young children to work for you. Go to weturnedoutokay.com slash contact or email me at karen at weturnedoutokay or ask your question on the Facebook fan page, which is the We Turned Out Okay podcast page or Instagram at weturnedoutokay or on Twitter at Stone Age Techie or you can even snail mail it to me, Karen Lockholp. P.O. Box 61, Bellingham, Massachusetts, 02019. And you'll get your question answered here on a future Your Child Explained episode. We'll see you here for the next episode of We Turned Out Okay. Thanks so much for listening.